oh yeah, we're going to hang out for two hours tonight. That'll be great. Right. Hang out two hours and, and I'll get great. back to my house and do right. my thing and right. get comfortable. But like, it's the opposite with you. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm at my house. I'm doing this, this, and this. When I get, when do I get to be around Macy? You know? <laughs> no, I mean, I literally got out of the car the other day. <laughs> I'm like, bye. I'll call you in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 171. Here we are in the house. We are in Scott's house. A rare nostalgia. I actually don't think this has happened in since pre-pandemic. I don't think we've recorded here. Have we? We've recorded our Sean interview and we recorded a lot of our COVID stuff here. Right. But like on the back deck, I don't know if we've done anything here at this table. I mean, nobody knows what we're even talking about. No, I think like, you might be right. I think I think actually the my, the last time we recorded at this table might have been the friendship episode. Mm. Friendship 2. Mm. I'm pretty sure Friendship 2 is at your house. Friendship 1 was here. Was Friendship <laughs> 1 the one that we got into the TIFF? Yeah. Uh, but Friendship 2 is where I was being awkward about the live show. so both of our friendship episodes prior to this have had underlying awkwardness awkwardness yeah underlying uh angst about our actual friendship (laughs) (laughs) and yet still friendship and i think we both and both of them actually talked about our friendship yeah but i think there was some subconscious things happening yeah and maybe some conscious things conscious subconscious unconscious so we're back Re- at webbing, it again. Re-webbing. Friendship, which I feel like we both <laughs> back did, at it again. Did you? It's like back on our bullshit. I know we are back. <laughs> we're back on our bullshit. Talking about friendship. I before this episode recorded, I did say, "Is there any underlying thing?" Yeah, you did. To, you asked me that to know about. And should we address it now? Was there? Well, we didn't sense at the time, but you never know. Maybe it will happen in the midst of this recording. <laughs> it emerges all of a sudden. <laughs> everything, um, not in my mind. We're talking about friendship, everybody. This is a podcast where we get curious, and I want to say something right now. Go for it. it we're, we're turning, the, the vibe of the podcast is turning a little bit more free association, although I'm sure if you went back, you'd probably assume it was always that. But maybe we just feel internally, like, maybe we sound similar on the surface, but we know internally yeah. that we're not holding things so tightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always been pretty free and creative loose whatever in our episodes but i'll speak for myself i i also held episodes pretty tightly same yeah like hey we're talking about friendship we got to make sure we keep it on friendship yeah and we everybody i mean three and a half years have we been doing this freaking thing that's nuts that's really nuts no it totally is. i used to be like oh my gosh six months yeah somebody will be like 20 years <laughs> yeah, but um I, that'll so, be big 20 so, years yeah, so I think these friendship episodes are little markers of sorts because the first friendship episode, we've already talked about this. Everybody, if you want to go back and listen, fine. I think it'd be fun, but um, it was it was really ramped up. I would use the borderline manic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just What so, number was it? I think it was like 32 or something. Okay, yeah, super early. Yeah. Then the next one, probably a year and a half later, 
was less was way was way more calm, way more steady, just a little bit more measured. It sounded like we've been doing it for a while. We we know what we're doing, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Um, but still in the sound of it. I mean, even in the episode I'm making, the second episode, everybody, I'm sorry, this is too insidery, but we did two episodes on friendship. Scott, went back and listened to them today. (laughs) Yes. I I wanted to get in the headspace and be like, what did we cover already? Not much, actually. Actually, (laughs) not much. Um, My dog wants to come sit next to me. Um, Come on. So the first time I commented that on the first friendship episode, we sounded young. Mm -hmm. Now... Looking back on the second episode, I see. I think we seem young. I mean, you just... We're growing up in you, front of the world. Are you <laughs> telling me that it was like February pre-pandemic? Yeah. That, I mean, I'm we just all like, grew up. We all grew up in I'm the pandemic. I'm just like, yeah, no. I, who, Mace who? Yeah. Was it even that episode <clears throat> that I was going by Macy? Yes. You're Macy. <laughs> I know. Yes. And then we were also commenting... How even though in this episode... I got everybody, this is February 2000. 19. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, I know, I know, everybody. I know, I know. A time capsule. So, yeah, it's pre pandemic. We're, we're like, little do we, our little naive brains and bodies know we're like three weeks away from our lives changing. <laughs> you know, so I think, I think it was a finale of like Trump and pandemic that turned us all into grizzled, old, hardened, <laughs> angry. Seventy-year-olds, I do. <laughs> I don't feel grizzled, but I do feel resolute. Yeah, resolute is a great word. <laughs> um, no, you're still going by Macy, but I think you're now I'm out definitely as non-binary. Out. I'm definitely out as non-binary. And so then we were commenting how listening to the old episode, there was a lot of talk of girliness. Oh my gosh, so interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A girl, a girl, a girl, a girl. That is, it's really interesting. I have this yeah. time capsule. Yeah. We we have a time capsule to go back and measure ourselves. Do I ever go back and listen? No. I have <laughs> right. a lot of trouble with but that. But you even saying at the beginning, hi, uh, welcome to Small Thing. I'm Scott. I'm Macy. I'm like, Macy? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is a friendship episode. This is a friendship it's episode. It's always meta because it's two friends talking about friendship. Right, right. Using our friendship as raw material. We do. And I think that's the thing. It's like we work with what we got. And what we got is right between us. And I think I wrote this in some comment of like, our the podcast fueled a friendship for us. Mm-hmm. I thought we were friends when we started the podcast. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> Scott wasn't quite sure. Mm-mm. But then, so the podcast fueled a friendship and it was fueled by friendship. Mm-hmm. There's like a cyclical process happening between us of like, we have this podcast that now I would say is the backbone of like a consistent you know, we're always going to do this thing. But, like, we have a friendship significantly beyond this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the podcast... It, it's hard to even imagine the podcast going away because it's not like our friendship would go away in any regard. There's no threat of that. But it's also, like, why would we do that? Right. It, this is also just... It's like our... It's our weekly guaranteed play date. It is. And uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it is becoming a little performance art, I feel like. Like... Like David Lynch doing his, he's still doing his daily numbers. True, true. There's just like we're gonna keep doing. It's this. just there. We're not gonna. We're gonna. We're just gonna keep being consistent in doing this. Yeah. Why not? And I think it keeps us curious. Yeah. Which is what we're trying to do here. <clears throat> so what? What would you say are like some fresh thoughts on friendship since February of two thousand and nineteen? Woo 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 woo. Oh my gosh, that's a, this is a big question. Isn't that a question? <laughs> it like, is a what question. The heck? 
thoughts, fresh thoughts on friendship since 2019. I 26 think, year old Mace. I think you you just read this passage right now that was really mm-hmm. interesting that is already making me think of these thoughts. Um I think friendship has deepened for me and become um I you read this quote and I almost borderline wanted you to find that quote again. Do you want me to just read it? Yeah, this quote around neediness. Yeah. And I think I have had a profound shift in myself and then I think it shifts in my sense of friendships of just how much we all really do need each other and how much we as humans are actually made to be in relationship and it's not a problem. I think for a while I'd had a few enmeshed relationships and enmeshment and reciprocity are like similar but different I would say Hmm. and so I think that I was at the time kind of cautious around being too needy around friendship and feeling like too like my sense of friendship was like well you don't want to really rely you don't you need to be independent yeah friendships are there and they're cool and they're fun but also like it's really good that we're independent people and I was definitely like I need to make sure I'm an independent person it's independent I'm saying only that because it's a Destiny's Child song yes (laughs) and I think that my sense has grown in that like no this friendship is a a human need and there isn't there is no getting around that and you don't need to pretend otherwise okay I mean so I think before I read this passage what is coming up for me in terms of what I perceive your understanding and experience of friendship to be rooted in a lot of different concepts we've explored either Mm -hmm. on the podcast or through our youth group or through just daily conversation. But one that seems to be very important to you that's taken a very prominent place in your mind over the years since 2019 (laughs) is shit God. God. Would you want to say anything about that? Because I'd, I'd be interested in hearing you talk a little bit about that. How does that have to do with friendship? I think it's saying like you have needs. You're not a God. You're not, utterly independent on an island on a rock by yourself and that's not the that's not the place you're heading or trying to head yeah yeah you know what i think that actually is that's an interesting point and i mean we talked about this last week on the podcast around good enough but i has been pointed out to me <laughs> it has therapist. been pointed out to me <laughs> <laughs> that i tend to swing between a pendulum of like thinking i'm God or thinking I need to be godlike. Mm-hmm. So this like sense of like there's an escapism for my humanity in this like things need to be godlike, things need to be big, they need to be heavenly. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of the pendulum is I am shit, thinking I'm shit, thinking all that I am is terrible, whatever you want to say, an escape down to hell. And so there has been a lot of that's just been aggressively pointed out to me and then it's just can't escape it. Literally my escape thing. Hmm. And so there's been a lot of, I've, I feel like the past year and a half has been a lot of finding my feet, Hmm. like finding the ground. And I think that that's actually, I think that is actually, it's interesting you brought this up because I do think it actually relates to what I'm saying now that I'm saying it out loud of like, Friendships aren't, oh my gosh, friendship, this is the most amazing thing in the entire world. Friendships are good and important and human. Right. And we need them and they're good enough and every friendship's going to look different 
And some friends are going to provide certain things and some are going to provide other things. And I do feel like I'm looking at it more in like a clearer, a clearer sense maybe of like, this is just a human need. Yes. Yes. I have responses to that. Yeah. And one is utterly wise and in a, very important and crucial thought to set the tone for this podcast episode. <laughs> also, I would say this idea of good enough. I don't know. It's really hard sometimes to know if like anybody that listens is actually also following our Instagram because so much of this bleeds together. So we assume you've read our good enough quotes on <laughs> Instagram. Monica <laughs> has been yeah. an internal friend of mine. Um, you know, there's there's this sense of strangely it's very i guess i mean it take really two to three hours for it to really click even even in my mind as i'm explaining it but like the good enough friend the good enough life the good enough good enough meaning that in between space between god and shit mm-hmm. you know the the everyday the normal the human mm-hmm. um strangely it's like that actually is the euphoric bliss in a way that works wanting right Right. And that the 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 striving to be godlike or perfect is what sort of ruins it. And I don't know. It's really hard because I think I mean, everything sounds so cliche now. It's like in a capitalist society, but if if the These whole days. if the whole premise. I mean, I'm not an economist or anything like that. But like, if you think about my understanding of capitalism, this is it's sort of part of what it is. Is it's supposed to sort of capitalize capitalism on this sort of inherent human instinct to compete. And so if you if there's a motive to compete, it's going to somehow draw out the best of humanity. And there's somehow something that we're implying about being the best that's good. Like we want best. We want to be the best. And I think, it, especially growing up in the 80s, there was this sense of like, um, we're the best. And that's great. Yeah. And of course, in America and awesome and big, we go big. And it's like, I even think about the spirit of the time. It's like Ronald Reagan, Bruce Springsteen, Michael Jackson, Run DMC. Like everything was like supposed to be big and proud and loud and huge and Pepsi and Coke. And I just remember the vibe was just McDonald's and like everything's like big. All I can think is just like narcissism. Right. Yeah. And, but growing up in that era, you, there was no question as a, as a young person, like I grew up, I, I was born in 1979. Like, if I'm like eight years old in 1987, you're like, I'm, I'm living in the most important, most significant, biggest, strongest country in the world. And that's awesome. And there was no questioning that. And there was a lot of comfort too. And it was just like, yeah, isn't it amazing? We're the best. We're the best. Of course. <laughs> um, so all that to say, it's like in it baked into some people, Americans, maybe me, um, there's this underlying assumption that like, of course, of course, you're want you're going to want to give it your best. You're going to want to be the best version of your best self, you know. And there's a mania to that, and a toxicity to that, and a sickness, yeah, and an addiction, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. No, I mean, I think you're literally naming like part aspects of like white supremacy culture too, right? Yeah, there. like supremacy, yeah. like being yeah. the best, being on top, being mm-hmm. like that's that's what's being strived for. There is a perfect we're striving for, mm-hmm. and. I mean, supremacy culture is going to always create a sense of failure. It's this interesting thing. It's the God shit dichotomy of like God 
if you can't be God, then you feel like shit. Right. So it's it's like you fall far into shit. Yeah. If you can't be this God. And it's like, well, what if you're just striving to be good enough? Mm-hmm. Then you don't fall so far when you're just, oh, no, I'm not quite good enough. I'll try good enough next time. You know? Yeah. And that's just the tr- ironic twist. And again, I don't want to fall into the trap of playing to this best, you know, trap but like the good enough is the best (laughs) you know what i mean it's like you can't help yourself (laughs) it is it is a better way to live it's uh i don't know i mean i do look at people at the top of course kanye will always come up i look at somebody like kanye i'm like okay you're a billionaire you're successful it doesn't seem any more happy than anybody else so obviously not so yeah i think this is making me think in terms of friendship how nice this could be for your friends you just need to be a good enough friend. Good enough. Because I think that there is this sense of that people have, including myself, of like, I got to be the best friend. Yeah. And if not, then then it becomes hard to be a friend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you're, if you have those kinds of standards for yourself or standards for other people of like, I think this just plays out in that realm, too, of like just being a good enough friend. Being able to show up for yourself, being good enough to yourself, being good enough for your friends. Like it all of a sudden becomes a lot less. It's just a simple mindset, but it, it everything becomes a little less manic. It's a little less, it seems a little less ego driven. Like, yeah, I have to be the best friend. I am the best friend. You know, it's like, right. I'm good enough. I don't right. Know. <laughs> Maybe you're going to be mad at me. Yeah. I'm a good enough friend. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to show up for you. I'll pick you up at the airport sometimes. Sometimes I won't be able to. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. This is an interesting direction this conversation is taking. I like it. Um, Free association, this is what happens. So here's this little prompt, and we'll see where this gets us. But I, this is honestly, I did, a, I did a series on friendship in the youth group I was running about seven years ago, and this was one of the only books on friendship I could find. There aren't many books exclusively dedicated to friendship, which, again, makes me want to do eight episodes in a row on friendship and really delve into it and maybe turn that into a book. It's like, it seems... That's, that seems very strange to me, that there's not lots of books written on friendship. I know. I mean, I think there's this, this really interesting thing. I mean, back to, you know, culture, and we're speaking out of our context of, like, American culture, but it's like the nuclear family was so raised up mm-hmm. that friendship go... There's not room for friendship if the <sighs> nuclear family is the centerpiece of culture. Right, right. So if, like, if that's, if that's what we're all heavy, quote, striving for, friendship is just kind of always like on the sidelines, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the scrimmage thing. It's second team. Yeah. Yeah. It's the B team. It's yeah. like, it's like, sure. It's like the farm team or whatever that means. It's like, it's not the big leagues. Right. You know? And it's like, I want to claim friendship is big leagues. Yeah. Why not? Friendship is full send big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so this was, this is sort of a, it's it's not heavy Christian, but it is seem to be sort of a Christian book on friendship. I mean, it's literally called Friendship, a Theology of Ethics. A study in theological ethics. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see if I can find out who wrote this book. Can't. Don't know who wrote this book. It's probably on the front cover, dude. I know, but I want to read a description <laughs> oh, of the oh, author. Oh. You know, it's like, I can't, there isn't one. Nope. There is no description of this author. <laughs> okay. What's their um, name? Gilbert C. Maylander. What's up, Gilbert? What's up, Gilbert? <laughs> um, okay, so there was this phrase 
It says, the very best thing one person can do for another, he suggests, is to care for the other in such a way that it would be true to say, he stands alone with my help. Hmm. He stands alone, dash, with my help. And I won't read this big, long philosophical quote about the significance of the dash, but they go on to say, we can make the point less poetically to be sure in this way. To say that we cannot be happy or fulfilled unless our love is reciprocated may well be true. Indeed, it is important to say this, if only to be clear, that we really are needy creatures, Mm -hmm. not self-sufficient gods. Mm -hmm. But what we need and desire in friendship is not merely the return of our love. We need a relation of both giving and receiving between free and equal participants. Mm -hmm. To give only for the sake of getting a return must poison the relationship from the outset. And the same is true of giving in such a way that the other is not left free to reject our offer of friendship. Ooh, that's (laughs) important. To give without such conditions will no doubt entail the risk that our love may not come to its fruition in friendship. But that is a risk which any genuine friendship must, by its very nature, be willing to run. Hmm. Hence, admitting our need for mutual love, we must nevertheless love in a way which is not dependent on any return. Our neediness though not denied, must be hidden behind a dash. This dash, they really go in philosophically on what this dash signifies. To seek one's own is the surest way to miss it. And a love that seeks not its own is a prerequisite to mutuality. It is an old but true paradox that only the one who loses his life finds it. So. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's the perfect paradox. Say say the the simple paradox again the the little line. What? <laughs> Where is it? The dash one. <laughs> to stand on their own dash. Oh oh, he he stands alone with my help. He yeah, he stands alone dash with my help. Yeah. I feel like that's it. I feel yeah. like that is that is a very good paradoxical sentence mm-hmm. of what a friend can do for someone. Mm-hmm. It's like, and this this nature of being supported and being whole, like being your own. I mean, it's like the ultimate, I, I find that to be such a, I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to think. I find that to be the ultimate challenge and invitation mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a risk. It's a trust fall. It's, it's, it's vulnerable. It's risky. It's putting yourself out there, you know? Well, and I think it's this interesting thing of, you know, I'll just turn it to us real quick. Like, and you can speak to this. I feel like in the past few months, I've expressed a lot more neediness. Mm-hmm. And also feel like I've been standing more on my own at mm-hmm. the same time. True. Well said. It's like both of those things are happening mm-hmm. and it's actually in expressing my needs that I'm standing on my own. Yeah. That's the paradox. Yeah. And it's like, and can you help me with this thing? And can you show up in this exact way? If you can, that would be really helpful because I could really use that right now. And that gives me strength to be wholly my own. And again, not in a way where it's like dependent upon. It's actually rather really driven by my, it's driven by the needs in a way that's not like falsely independent though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense of that. I think you're making sense. I think... I think something, I guess, it it seems that some of these things have to be experienced to be understood. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
my dog is sitting next to me and it's like there is a relationality there that like even though I don't I'm not completely enamored with my dog Dodger <laughs> there is a relationship that only I understand and can feel and be participating in and so like once you're in the stream of a friendship it is its own thing it takes on its own character but I I think what I'm hearing you say a little bit is just this idea that well I guess the way I'm experiencing it for myself is you uh like I I guess I would say you you choose a few people to let into your neediness mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I mean I mean I guess the limit is up to you it could be 20 but I I probably prefer three or four right. tops right um and it's like it seems like it gives you sort of the poise or the strength or the stability or whatever word you want to use to <laughs> sort of go out in the world and heavy quotes fake it like hmm. I am out here doing the thing smiling being kind I, 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 I say this I say this writing thank you letters I forgot to write a thank you letter to somebody the other day and they let me know <laughs> you know functioning like as a normal adult and maybe you're not so vulnerable with your needs right with the rest of the world well and it's not even because you need to hide them it's because right. they're being met they're being met that's a so better it's, I think that's that's the difference too of like we don't have to go around bleeding, bleeding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we're saying, Hey, can you help me with put this bandaid on? Yeah. I can't do it on yeah. my own, you know? Yeah. But I think that's one of the things we might be experiencing even together is, is a deeper sense of sharing our needs mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and then the, maybe the magic of having that be met. Somebody goes, great. Thanks for telling me. I right. do that. Right. Well, I just think this is this new thing in our friendship that's emerged. It's like, <laughs> we've been friends for a long time, but it's taken three years to be like, this is exactly what I would like. Mm-hmm. Like point blank. These are the, this, let me try and be as explicit as I can. And actually the more explicit someone can be in naming what their need is, the generally better it is. Mm-hmm. Even though the games, I don't know. I think you do know. I mean, I, that's another thing. I feel like other things that have just sort of entered the the general lexicon of our life and friendship is shit God. Mm-hmm. And then another one is bid. Bid. Do you oh want my gosh, to we talk, talk about, about bids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, how would you explain bids? I feel like. It's a, it's a concept you'd introduced to me, so I'm going to, I'd explain it probably poorly, but I, I think, I don't even know what the word bid means necessarily. Is it like a bet? I guess a so. Bid? Or it's like a, a little, a small, a small amount. <laughs> what does a bid mean? I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> Maybe don't, but we don't need it to look it up. But um, yeah, it, it's like putting something out there, you know, like a, 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 a some sort of hint or statement or energy or vibe of saying, I have an idea. It, it's It's something that would help us connect. It's something that would cultivate intimacy it's something that would be fun it's something that i want uh so you just throw it out there like like to say hey i'd like to go bouldering tomorrow as a bid of sorts yeah but um the little things we do of like well here's an example everybody just to be exactly clear mace and i obviously share things with each other like here's this youtube video here's this funny meme here and 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 i think because we're both busy and we both actually probably like sharing memes with many people, sometimes these things go slightly unnoticed. Yeah. 
And so it's been fun to say this this would mean a lot for me for you to watch this today and to say it very clearly. Not like, here's a funny meme you could watch if or a video you could watch right. in passing if you have time. Right. It's like I I would I want you, I want you to watch this video today, please. Yes. It would mean a lot to me. Right. And it's like you can take the bit or not. Yeah. Um I feel like one thing I'll add to bids is bids don't necessarily have to be Okay, so I learned about bids in my marriage and family class, which is really more about, like, systems and, like, just general relationships. And my professor introduced it in the sense of, like, you have, like, a bid jar. Mm-hmm. And he even said this sense of, like, you can get into a fight with someone, but if you don't have at least five bids in the bid jar, it's going to be really hard to navigate a discussion that where you are, like, heavy quotes, negotiating something that's tough if there aren't bids in the bid jar. Yes. So it's kind of this sense of like a bid could be something also like, oh, I know that Mace likes it when I show up on time. Yeah. So without Mace having to ask, (laughs) (laughs) without Mace having to ask, I'm going to show up on, on, on time. You know, yes. that would be like, for me, that would be a bid. For you, that would not be count as a bid towards you. Right. That would make no bid. There that would, would not add would a bid to the me. bid jar. But me doing something like, what would be a bid for you? I mean, I think really just generally mostly sending affirming words to you. That's always That's nice. a bid. But um, um, here, here's, here's the definition just so we can get our heads around this. Yes. Um, an offer. Mm-hmm. A certain price for something, especially at an auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, an offer of a price, especially at an auction. Severe, several buyers made bids. So, yeah, I guess you're bidding on a friendship or an action or putting out a bid for something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's like kind of just like an act of kindness for yeah. someone. But it also is, I think, what you're naming, too. It's, yeah, it's like a gesture yeah. that people are often putting out feelers for bids. Yeah. And it's like, take people up on their bid offers Mm -hmm. if you can. If you want the friendship, especially if that's something you want to cultivate, it's like, this is a person that I'd like to go deeper in friendship with. It's like, start to learn to pay attention to those freaking bids. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like what, what are, what are, what counts and what goes into that person's bid jar is going to be helpful. I think from, I think interesting, again, talking about our own friendship and I guess everybody, maybe use our conversation about our friendship as a raw material and springboard to think about your friendships. But like ours is by no means the standard for anything, but, um, definitely not. Or my, my, my needs as a friend, it's like, I think there's something that was a bit of mine or a need of mine or a hope of mine that has actually, actually recently, probably in the last year been, adjusted to or met or seen and responded to, which I think in the early days I was always sort of dropping hints or passive aggressive thoughts just in terms of like beating around the bush, bush philosophically of like butch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was a really great Freudian slip. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Got a lot of joy to that. (laughs) Um, Of something around of exclusivity, uh, exclusivity. Yeah. Um, that like I would I would prefer to spend time with not a huge group of people mm-hmm. or not you bringing a friend or two along. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to hang out, let's hang out you and me. Let's not, let's not have a big group. That that was like my preference, mm-hmm. and that is sort of what we do now. I know. I feel like the bid. That's true. I feel like you have it, it emerged more and more that that's what your desire was, and I think. It's an interesting thing because I actually think in the long term it might have been my desire too. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, going beyond that and thinking of bits, it really is like friendship, especially when we're thinking of friendship. Because I think what we're, we're naming here, and I think maybe this is just something to explicitly say, is like, in terms of Scott and I, we're, you said it, we're like kind of an unlikely friendship mm-hmm. for many, I think many folks are like, what? What's this friendship? And I would say I would consider myself a relational anarchist and highly value platonic friendships and highly value what can happen between two people beyond like what we said, like what heavy quotes the nuclear family is or heavy quotes, Mm -hmm. what expectations are. Like, I think there is kind of a set standard of what, what friendship is supposed to be. And there's also like often gender stereotypes that go alongside that. So, you know, like the guys hang out with the guys, the girls have their girl time and there's like kind of, there's lots of, there's so many stories of friendships that are kind of all, they're not all the same, but there's kind of a, a pattern Yeah. that's like what a friendship could and should be. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I really are in so many ways. We've said this like kindred spirits, like from the beginning we've been kindred spirits and there is a friendship here. And I think what we're talking about this friendship episode I feel like we're already getting right into it. It's like already 30 minutes in, we've gotten right into uh, it. Like, but, but I mean like the sense of like, we're not talking about like, Oh my gosh, friends and friends are so great to do the things you love with. Right. Right. And friends are so great to like gab with and Mm -hmm. friends are, you know, which is true. We we do the things we love. We have a lot of fun together, but I think what we're, it seems like what's quickly come across here is like no friendship can be a huge depth of relationship. Yeah. That like requires these things like bids. Yeah. Requires things like showing up with your needs. Yeah. Requires things like coming to listen and respond to people's needs. Mm -hmm. Like this is not to have a depth of a friendship is to really show up as whole people. And it's not a casual thing. Yeah. And there is a way in which I think there, there may be people who take friendship kind of flippantly. And it's like, no, not at all. Like, this is something to continue to cultivate. And we, there's always ways to be growing as how you show up as a friend. I feel like it just requires so much vulnerability. And I don't think, I, I have a hunch that most people are deep down hoping for a deep friendship, you know, and don't know how to find it or cultivate it or you know i mean you think about like this idea of dating apps even it's like uh people don't even really know how to meet each other anymore and Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with dating apps i'm not saying that i'm just saying like people are i'd say okay let me just speak for myself 42 year old uh finding you as a friend at this stage of my life is a really strange and interesting cool thing but like men my age in general based on my experience aren't out here really, like, looking for new friends. Right, right. Um, or if they, sadly, if they're doing it, they're doing it in, like, a really secret, shady way or something like yeah. that, you know? But yeah. um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But I think, I think, I think when we post on our Instagram where we think about, like, friendships in pop culture or classic friendships, there's something that seems unattainable. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the story of Sam and Frodo seems more real to me in my friendship with you, you know? Yeah. The, yeah and yeah, and yeah, the crazy yeah. thing is like Sam is married with kids at home. Yeah. 
but they've got this really special friendship and they're like in an adventure together. They're in something together. They're yeah. doing something together. Yeah. They're relying on each other. And there's even a leaving that like both of them decide to leave the group. And they're like, this is something that you and I have to do. And there's a, there's an offer. There's so many bids. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, I am mm-hmm. going to chase you in, out to this boat. And Sam, and then Frodo's like receiving that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and then there was, I was just looking at famous friendships. There's like Thelma and Louise and, and like some other famous friendships. But like, I think one of the things, I mean, one, one of the big things that it, like the a difference between our last friendship episode and now is like, I've watched Hunter x Hunter twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I watched it once with Reuven, essentially Mace's housemate. And then I watched it with my family. And uh, honestly, this is why I say like, there's a certain culture that elevates Lord of the Rings. It's a great story. Right. But I would put this friendship going in Kilua from Hunter x Hunter. It's right up there, if not better than Sam and Frodo. Everybody's like Sam and Frodo, Sam and Frodo. It's a very special friendship. But I think the thing that's fun about going in Kilua is it's a little bit more explicit. Hmm. Like the friendship is just so talked about all the time. There's probably seven or eight moments that are just huge tear jerk moments where they, Talk about how special they are to each other and Aww. how much they want to be friends. So and nice. Yeah, and I mean, it was so fun to get to the finale of season one. I'm sorry, I guess I might give something away. So plug your ears, plug your everybody. Ears. Spoiler alert. Also, it's a recommendation to watch Hunter x Hunter. But like, Gon and Kilua are part of this tournament and they become friends throughout it. Like, but there is that sort of dance. Mm-hmm. There's like, Kilua is a definite loner who has not never let anybody in, hmm. and Gon is sort of dazzling him with his goodness the entire season. And am I Gon? Yeah, maybe you're Gon. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I think I think that's an interesting thing in terms of uh, I really archetypes. Took that opportunity. <laughs> I mean, I would I would I would say if anybody were looking on the surface of things, people would say you're more like Kilua. As I watch that show, I'm always like. Mace reminds me of Kilo. Oh, that's interesting. Um, just in the presentation and the demeanor and the look. Um, Gon is very one-dimensional. Mm. Um, Gon is very focused on j- the pure good, and everything fades in the background because he's so focused on just being good and wholesome. And you have that too, but like Kilo is There's very definitely more. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but I think we both have both of those characters residing inside of us, but. Uh, as as cynical and hardened and cool um, Kiloa is, there's the finale of season one where he's essentially put up against a villain and forced to say his wants or needs hmm. with everybody watching. And it was like, I watched this episode by myself and I think I got pretty choked up. But when it came to watching it with my family, all of us were just like sniffling and crying. And he's like, this this character, this villain character, actually happens to be Kilo's older brother. Says, "You you've been trained to kill your whole life. You have no other wants. You have no other desires. Come home and be with the family. You're an assassin. Like yeah. you ha- you have no nothing you want. Like what could you possibly want?" And and Kilua just says, "I want to be Gon's friend. <laughs> That's all he wants." <laughs> and it's really sweet because like Gon's already been hurt and is not in the scene. Yeah, and he's like uh, off recovering somewhere. And Leoriel, who's like watching, who's also sort of part of this little crew, Kilo is saying this in this way that's sort of implying that there's still some friendship to earn. It's like this is mm. something he's wanting. Mm. And Leoriel's like, "You idiot! You're already best friends." 
And it's like another big. I'm getting emotional. You are getting about so it. emotional thinking about it. It's so sweet, it. and I think, I think it's like I can read something from this book, "Friendship: A Study in Theological Ethics," <laughs> and we can talk around it. But then something like that scene cuts to the heart of it. Yeah, and it's like there's something very human. I think about friendship that I don't think we adequately addressed in any of our last two episodes, just about a basic fundamental need to be around people we like and to be loved and cared for. And I think there's something about finding someone you just like being around. Yeah. I just like being around this person. Mm. And, and for many people, mostly in my life, I'm like, I have sort of a time limit. And I think, I guess if we're talking about us, that's something that just happens to rarely be at play. Like, a time limit would sound crazy because it's like usually the time limit is is the opposite. The time limit is when am I going to get to see Mace again? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's not, oh, some some of my other friendships are like, oh, yeah, we're going to hang out for two hours tonight. That'll be great. Right. Hang out two hours and, and I'll great. get back to my house and do right. my thing and right. get comfortable. But right. like, it's the opposite with you. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm at my house. I'm doing this, this, and this. When I get When do I get to be around Mace again? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I literally got out of the car the other day. <laughs> I'm like, bye. I'll call you in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke, but also like not. <laughs> I'm going to get a text on the way home. We've been talking for two hours and I'm going to pull away and get a text. Check this out. I, mean, I didn't tell you about this. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's it. I, I, that's not really a definition, but, uh, you know, to find someone that that's, the case, mm-hmm. you know, like just being around the person, just being together, whatever, whatever it is you do, whatever it is that makes you guys connect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I hope this doesn't sound like advice giving. It's mostly like a wonder at the whole thing. It's like, it's an invitation and a gift. And I think, I think there's a, I mean, there's this thing in the sense of being a paradox. And I think there's something like, I literally have my little pony in my head. Friendship yeah, is magic. Friendship is magic. Yeah. Like it actually is magic. Yeah. You know, like what, what happens between people and in, in a friendship is magical. Yeah. Like there's, there's something that feels mysterious. Like you're saying there's something that feels like unknown and special mm-hmm. and it, that is what it is, you know? It's it's kind of beyond us in a way. We mm-hmm. need it, and it's beyond us. Mm-hmm. Um, not in a godlike sense. <laughs> 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 Gotta watch that. Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess maybe one way to... We're already 40 minutes in, so we want to come back and do some listener comments, but like, just to address something along the lines of, I guess I look at certain friendships in, in, in the male world... And I, and I think I need to come full circle and say that something along the lines of there probably is a depth to some of those relationships that I don't find to be completely accessible. Hmm. And, and again, I'm just talking from my own experience of like uh, uh, sort of a bonding, and this isn't judgment, it's just a, what I perceive to be sort of true mm-hmm. uh, around chauvinism or masculinity, quote unquote, or... Yeah, yeah honestly sports or um ribbing and joking and and there's nothing wrong with that and, and maybe that is part of a good friendship and and I've and I guess I've been judgmental about that but maybe there's more intimacy going on there than I hmm. understand well it just maybe isn't the intimacy you're desiring right you it's know? not what I'm desiring but I think I'm judging it and I'm I'm like maybe I could celebrate that more I'm like yeah these guys over here 
with their face paint and their season tickets to their football games. No, there's such genuine yeah. friendship there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, such genuine friendship. Yeah. No, I mean, people look at us. These guys over there with their, with their weird, dumb podcast. big, weird words, and they're, <laughs> they're talking about little things all the time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> what are they up to? Obviously, most of society doesn't love this. Nobody's packing out stadiums. <laughs> I think people are like, oh, those two over there just talking about nothing all the time. <laughs> Man, okay, let's go hardcore free association for just a second because what if what if free association was a topic? so exciting? Yeah, and a topic. <laughs> you know, but if like people are like on the balancing oh wire of oh free association, they're like really letting themselves do yes, it. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. an audience a whole going. Stadium. <laughs> I mean, I guess in a way that seems like what stand-up comedy is and sometimes even like rap and jazz if people are like out here free styling, yeah. you know, uh, or like soloing in a jazz but like no i mean i'm like that's just interesting too i i think sometimes what we're doing on the podcast is like jazz <laughs> it's it's feeling more like jazz it's like less of a plan be bopping around Okay. We were interrupted for a second. We actually got a FaceTime from our friend Kevin Garcia, Kevin Garcia who's been on the podcast and we were, uh, let's just say we were just having a conversation about how, what it represents about friendship. Yes. What were you, are you going to say what you were just saying? Well, I don't know <laughs> what we were saying before Kevin called us, but, but everybody, I tend to not appreciate or respond to cold calls. I don't like a call. And I would say Facebook is, Facebook, FaceTime is even worse than a cold call. It's mm -hmm. like somebody's just randomly FaceTiming with no d explanation. Um, my dog is trying to bark at us. Hold on. Maybe talk for a second about what, like, what's up. Well, friends? talk about what happened with Kevin just now. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just say I'm similar with Scott. Um, I feel like I'm talking to no one right now. I instantly am like, my friend has disappeared. Um, not a big fan of cold calls, but Kevin Scott was saying this, and I think this is true. Models a really nice FaceTime cold call. That is fun and invitational. Yes. That both Scott and I, I think we're, we're like, Kevin's calling. What's up? It's fun and invitational. And, and, and again, this is the cultivation of a friendship. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I'm like, I, I mostly, Kevin, Kevin said one time, I, I, I think I texted afterwards and said, so sorry I wasn't available. And Kevin, or maybe I answered and said, sorry, I had to get off really early. And Kevin was like, you just answer. If you're available, you're available. No worries. That's how it works. And I was like, mostly don't trust that. Mostly, right. tr mostly think people are trying to trap me. Yeah, which probably has rooted in <laughs> issues with my own mom, which I <laughs> love my mom. But like, if if I answer with my mom, there's no way she's giving me two minutes. It's right, gonna be right. it's gonna be a, a, an attempt and a bid for hours. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, yeah, uh, I think I'm I'm trusting that I can answer for Kevin, and Kevin is going to let me talk and for when you want two minutes. Yep. Uh, so that's nice with no, oh my gosh, everybody. My dog is really <laughs> making a bed out of Mesa's sweatshirt and our camera bag right now. That's not my sweatshirt. Oh, it's a sweatshirt and, a, and our camera bag. Um, Okay. I think I have a thought that's emerging that's slightly similar related, but not super related. Okay. Of, I think that there is a little bit of because you're naming something here of like sometimes people want more than what someone can give. Yeah. 
And that's another aspect of friendship is respecting what others can give and what they're willing to give in the friendship. And yeah, like there is this interesting thing of we're saying like, oh, we, we are needy and we have needs. And I think that's true. I think that that cult of, there's a lot of time and a lot of figuring out how to show up for people's needs that needs to happen before just jumping right into, I have all these needs and I need you to help fulfill them. Oh, I mean, yeah, we're not getting, we're not giving a seminar right here on friendship. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like there might be some really great tips and pieces of advice and steps and PowerPoint presentations we could give on like how to cultivate a friendship. And Right. But I just think that there's this, this sense of like, I, I think maybe you and I both lean towards this way is like actually generally when people are very respectful of my space that is going to lead to a stronger friendship if that from the gate is happening. Right. Well, okay. So my, what I would add to that is that's your thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is what we were talking about before Kevin called, but like, I, I, I would say if we're using our friendship as some sort of template of sorts, uh, there is, it, it really just takes a lot of time. So much time. And the podcast is a testament to that. If you hear the different energies and vibes in the friendship episodes, <laughs> you know, it's like there's, it takes, you can't develop, the type of trust that a deep nourishing friendship would require in, in, in a week Mm-mm. or like a few hangouts. Mm-mm. And I think it's required so much conversation and vulnerability and like just an outrageous amount of time. And I guess that's what we need. I mean, I do get the sense that what the world is telling me sometimes that some people, what they want is just to veg out and watch a movie or play some golf. Like, you know, again, my little world of like, white 40 year old men it's like um there's a lot of bonding over golf right right. that's a whole day activity which i actually think if you and i did get into golf we would have a grand time because it's a lot of walking and talking yeah that's true (laughs) we forget that we were playing golf i'm like okay take your shot anyways (laughs) what i was saying about friendship i can can imagine us weirdly getting into it i can imagine me weirdly getting into it Yeah, a lot of sports. I mean, there was a time where I was really into golf, but I mean, uh, one thing that's been added to our friendship lately that is a huge game changer changer is bouldering. bouldering. Yeah, that's been we boulder, and it, that's really fun. It adds it adds some playfulness. Mm-hmm. We already have playfulness in some areas, but I, I think I think in that first episode we were like, "What is?" Fr-? I, I kept saying, "What is it? What is it? What's friendship? Isn't it so funny that we could just what do you, we don't even know what it is?" And it's like <laughs> we don't. I, I'm not as I'm not as ramped up as I was in that first episode but like (laughs) I think I like to simplify it in terms of you know it's like I mean the going Kilua thing is something but like you know we have so many things that are between the two of us that are hard to really describe because going Kilua isn't even a Scott Mason, because you've never watched Hunter x Hunter but Ernest and Celestine is something where it's like Yeah, it's a sweet image because they're living in this house together and like basically doing art and advocating for each other's personalities or, or like styles and tastes. Yeah. And we know, I there's think there's something, there's something about being each other's fans. Yeah. Being each other's fans mm-hmm. is such a friendship thing. Like, I'm, I'm your fan. I've got your back. Mm-hmm. I'll look out for you. Yeah. You know, I'll just say this. I, I'm, I started nannying this kid and he's an amazing kid and he has a best friend. And they're... Like, yeah, well, I guess you have to be vague intentionally. Yeah, and him and his best friend are, like, he looks out for his best friend so hardcore all the time. Like, I'm just noticing that so much of, like, 
I'll just say this. I, I got his friend's pronouns wrong. And he was like, oh, it's it's he. And I was like, oh, thanks for reminding me. He's like, yeah, of course. That's what best friends are for. I've got his back and I know what matters most to him. Yeah. And it was just like, that's it. Yeah. You've just you've just said it so well right yeah. there. And I think there's this interesting thing that I actually I think I texted you this of like, I think we even think we look back at our childhood friendships, maybe, and not all of us. But I think I for a while kind of thought like there's nothing quite like that childhood friendship, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm witnessing these friends. And I I, I said this to you is like because I feel like I do have some pretty solid friendships and you and I have something that's really special. I almost want to be like, hey, guys, don't worry. Like, you can have this when you're older, too. Mm -hmm. Like, this doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I don't imagine that they are worried. But Mm -hmm. I think I might have been worried at that Mm -hmm. age of, like, is this... Is this it? Although I, I, my parents have modeled... Like, my dad has a best friend that he's had my whole life growing up. And it's, like... Well, maybe there's something we were saying earlier about capitalism. I guess maybe I've never really thought about this. But, like, as I was heavy quotes growing up... I thought my friendships were supposed to be growing up too. So heavy quotes, what does growing up mean? Like Uh, I'm going to college, I'm getting a job and being heavy quotes professional. Right. And so it's like whatever that playfulness that you experienced when you were kids is sort of uh, banished. Right. Right. The curiosity. Which I think that's the thing that friendship actually even in itself is, you know, okay, going back to again, because I think, there is this interesting thing that happens potentially where people go romantic relationships are of higher priority than friendships, which if that's what you want, that's fine, but that doesn't need to be the standard. And I think there's a fun element to friendship that's a little less like pragmatic yeah. to something like romantic relationship. Like yeah. you're saying fun, playful, imaginative. There is a pragmatic nature to a romantic relationship and especially if we add in family, especially if we add in living together, especially if we add in those pieces. And friendship kind of offers some of some levity and playfulness. And again, not that romantic relationships don't have friendship within them. But I just think there's something unique about that, that, that the pragmatism isn't tied up with it so much. Yeah, in a way, it feels less defined, and maybe mm-hmm. what maybe what's kind of cool if we believe in this idea of containers, you know, you get to define it together. Mm-hmm. And oh, so in totally. That sense, it feels very. Yeah, I think that's actually true. There's friendships a little looser. Yeah, there's a little less expectation for what a friendship is supposed to be, and we yeah. have a lot of there's the models for friendship are go far and wide. Yeah, you know, I mean, we could do a whole episode on group friendship. Yeah, because that's another element of friendship is like. Friend groups. Yeah. That's a whole different oh realm boy. of existing oh as a friend. Boy. Part you know? two. You're going to be texting me about that tonight. Friend groups. <laughs> friend groups. <laughs> Free association. You know, there was an episode recently of Ted Lasso that, like, I'm sure you loved, but I, I have to believe that you got didn't get most of the references because it was like 90s romantic comedies. But maybe you did because you were kind of alive in the 90s, weren't you? I was born in 95. <laughs> yeah. So these are actually like late 80s, early 90s romantic comedies, but like a big one was when Harry Met Sally, which in a way seems like a king romantic comedy of, uh, of a sense. But like, I almost feel like this friendship episode, it, and, and maybe we should do a friendship for re- really soon because what I feel like I'm craving in the midst of this is testimonials. Uh-huh. And so part of the Harry Met Sally. Yeah, we op- should do that. Yeah. Part of the opening is like, 
without any explanation, there's just random couples who are old sitting and talking about their marriages. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it starts that way and then the movie ends that way. And it's just like the implication seems to be just this love stuff is just so unique. Every mm-hmm, relationship mm-hmm, is different. Mm-hmm. Every, just seeing the people sitting together and talking about their relationship is like, that's a totally different vibe. That's a totally different vibe. That's right, a totally different right, vibe. Right, right, right. So it'd be really fun to Yeah, that would be really fun. Friends. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, yeah we should. But what, makes, that? what makes your friendship so special? Yeah. What do you guys do? Uh, well, that's the thing is that it's, a, it's an interesting thing where we often, we tend to, because it's, again, it's what we have in front of us is our friendship. We, we're like very much like meta over here. Mm-hmm. We want to work with that. But I think that's a great idea because it's like, but this is just us. Right. There's so much, there's so many different ways and kinds of friendships that there are. Yeah. And each, and that's the thing is also like between two people, uh, an entirely new space is created in between two people. It's like fusion. Yeah. Like a whole new thing gets created. Well, I want to go back to the idea of spending time because that's what for me felt childlike. Hmm. There was no, there was, it was, it was similar. Like with my friends in my neighborhood, there was just right. the sense of when can I go out and play with my friend? Yeah. When's it going to happen? Like I'm always, the, all this. Yeah. 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 School, breakfast, lunch, dinner, family, blah, blah, blah. Can I go play with Eric now? Right. Uh, right. You know, that's, that's what my whole no, it was me. It was like, okay, when can I go to Tony's? And she always was fucking had so many chores. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, when yeah. are you gonna be done with your chores? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my friend Adam, we'd walk home from school, and he'd be like, I'd be like itching to play. You know, it'd be like we'd play basketball or baseball or something. And it was like, I have to unload the dishwasher first. I'm go to his house. I'm like, I don't know. God, unload the dishwasher? Are you crazy? This is nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, I'd be there. I'm like, I'm here. The friend. We're ready to go. Can we go in the front yard? Adam has to do his chores first. I'm like, <laughs> no, that was fully me at Tanya's house. I was like, can I help you so yeah, we can like, play I'll sooner? Speed this up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I think we should wrap this segment up and come back with That's listener a segment, comments. Everybody, we we we. <laughs> I feel like I love that you referenced earlier. Like we're just getting right into it. Actually, like, actually, we're not getting right into it. <laughs> We're 30 minutes in right now. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant like the way we went into it. So immediately, so like dense. <laughs> I don't know if we did. I think we beat around the bush for like 20 minutes. <laughs> we talked about no small thing and like. <laughs> this blah, was a blah, really blah. funny little free association. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder, I don't know what we said about friendship that was solid, but hopefully. I you think that's enjoy. the different energy. I mean, we, maybe we'll look back in a year and a half from now and be like, what the heck were we doing? But like. We will. I'm sure we will. I think it's less presentation right now and more. Yeah. Conversation. Prompt. Like we were like, oh, we want to make sure we make this point to the listeners. Yeah. It's like yeah. I don't think that's what no we're points doing. being made. We made points, but but organically. <laughs> They're not written down in notes. Yeah. You know? No, true. Yeah. Um, okay, when we come back, we will read listener engagement. We've got a lot of good listener engagement. When we come back. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we are back, and hey, hey. hopefully you're here for just some casual conversation about friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in the in the old days and we're we're still going to come at you with some research. Oh, for but sure. Today and recently we really have been letting ourselves have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think the appeal of the podcast, hopefully, is two people having conversations. Well, and get ready, because coming up, we're going to have a serious deep dive research section. Should we tease out what we're going to do? Sure. You can start, get your listening ears on. We're going to do a full breakdown of Moses Sumney's album, Gray. Yeah. Song by song, episode by episode. We're episode going to, by episode. We're going to take, we're gonna take a, a slight turn of the pod and do a, season. A, a full little season tryout of dissecting a an song, album. an album, song yeah. by song. Song by song. There it is. So Moses get ready. Sumney Gray. So G-R-A-E. excited. G-R-A-E. So excited. So excited. Um, here we go. Okay, here we go. I'm looking in the comments on the photo. And the first. Will you just read it? Can we just take over and I'll respond? Yes. Okay, no, I'm I feel like that is that. generally the best move okay. for us. Um, Mikta, Mikta um, said, I just really wish <laughs> society these days, wink. So, so, oh, does that mean Mikta heard? <laughs> yeah. My last episode? The last episode. <laughs> Would funny. value platonic relationships just as much as romantic and sexual relationships and that people could reimagine platonic relationships in general. They can be every bit as fulfilling and rich as rom or sexual relationships if people make space and effort for them and they are kind of treated like trash most of the time, at least comparatively. The term, oh, and I love this. I read this earlier. The term just friends makes me want to barf. Why just? Why do people think they are being thrown away when someone doesn't want to be with them in a partner relationship? Okay, I mean, we we have, I, we did just see Mikta at a live event and and I just have to say and I hope this is a compliment or something positive but like I Mikta will always have to be Mikta to me. No, I know. I mean it's Michaela, but we, <laughs> it's we Mikta. it is always Mikta. <laughs> um yeah, that that that's worth the price of admission right there. Right There's there. no price, but that's it. Yeah. Like that that's the quality content we're looking for provided by Mikta tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it. though, I think that's so accurate, though, the just friends thing. Oh, I am with you on the just wanting to barf. Friends. Just friends. Like, what do you mean just friends? Right. What What would be a better phrase than just friends? I mean, just I, I, <laughs> I like I want to say friends. We're friends. Right. We're friends. I want to be merely. I mean, it, only? I, it, it contextually, it does some, make some sense we're to just like name that, I guess. Yeah. If but you were does, dating someone and, and you decided we're not dating anymore, we're, I, you could say we decided to be friends. Right. Right. We upgraded a friendship. We <laughs> said that. <laughs> no, honestly, though, we, upga- we upgraded a friendship. That's actually really funny and kind of amazing. We leveled up to friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just romantic partners. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, imagine if that was what the tables yeah. were turned on. Yeah. Oh, we're just dating. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, think about, I guess, uh, something that came to mind as Mikdo was writing that or as we were reading that thing is, you know, the idea of society, obviously, just take just uh, not only just romantic comedies and movies about romance and big epic movies, but like just the idea of The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Like this entire show, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. industry. It's not even just a show. It's this, this show that's been going on for 20 years with offshoots and dramas. And people so freaking love the, people love the Bachelor. Like when you listen to the podcast, they said their Patreon went up to like, like uh, I don't know, 300 people when they announced <laughs> that they were going to do private Bachelor recaps on their Patreon. No, it's so <laughs> real. <laughs> and it's like this this is about finding romance in in the weirdest way i've never been interested in the bachelor i'm not dissing anybody that is just a but yeah what is why isn't there anything like that about friendship 
I know. People imagine discovering that. a friend. Is this my friend? Is <laughs> they're this going my friend? on play dates. They're yeah. having conversations. Friend, they're yeah, doing friend honestly, activities. Honestly, if we were the types of people that did we, things we, like we wanna, that, we we do want to give ourselves credit. We do things. We're recording a <laughs> podcast right now. We upload this. We have an Instagram account. <laughs> but, but but if we if we had big vision, it, it does seem like that would be a network. Right. No. Totally. Cultural success. Let's do it. Yeah. It started a movement. Too. Yeah. Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> friendship. Friendship. I'm sure there's a few shows out there, but like nothing like to the the. the I don't think there's value. anything that that conveys some sort of spirit of whatever is going on in the Bachelor, which I don't even know if that's a good paradigm. Like right. speed dating for friendship, but like I don't know some some sort of reality show that shows highlights friendship the way that that highlights whatever it is it's highlighting. I don't even no, know totally. if that's romantic relationships, but. <laughs> totally okay i'm gonna go to the next one yeah day in the life of Susie. oh oh Susie. yeah a friend what's up Susie? a friend is someone who is there for you someone who can sit in silence and things aren't awkward someone who holds your aspirations and goals dear to their heart i like that someone who is genuinely happy for you a friendship is a two-way road you give and you take you mindfully make time for one another and enjoy listening just as much as you enjoy talking and sharing life with them Gosh, I almost wish we led with this. We could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could do that. We could do it in the editing. Maybe, maybe, but maybe, maybe, maybe the 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 first opening meandering is 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 nice really fun. But this is a settling. The, the, the listeners are helping us settle down. A they little are bit. definitely helping Susie, us settle. Susie, I already love that Susie and McDuff have provided two great, some solid, different, some solid things here. Yeah. I like what 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 did Susie say about holding each other's aspirations? I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's actually I, that's uh, this is what yeah, what I was saying about being fans. Mm-hmm. Like I think a friend is a really dominant fan. That's like I want the best for you. I want this for you. I, I hold this with you. Right. I said something one time about not wanting a nine to five anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and and everybody, what I mean by that is like, I it, it entails like not having a boss. Right. And right. it entails like these arbitrary work hours. It's like, I don't mind the idea of working eight hours, eight hours, 40 hours a week, but like the idea that it's contained in this pre designated time is just absolutely insulting to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but I said insane. that in passing one time, and I, I noticed throughout the course of the next few days that you had taken that and run so hard with it, and you were absorbing a lot of ownership and anxiety of that hope. Yeah, probably a little like, too hey, much. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, but whoa, you know, like, okay, it's going to be okay. And <laughs> maybe I do end up having to do a nine to five someday. It's not your responsibility. Don't worry. It's just it's a like you said, you need a one nine to five. What yeah. if this doesn't make it? <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, okay. General thoughts on friendship. Um, uh, Zoko Mercat said, friendship is the chance to form security and attachments you didn't have as a child. Whoa. Okay. Yes. So that person sounds like they've been listening to us. I mean, they seem like a new listener, though, because I don't think I've seen them comment before. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But that sounds like it's rooted in some object relations understanding. No, seriously. And I think that you and I have both been wondering a lot around this yeah. about, obviously, attachment styles, but then also, which I want to do an episode on one day. Um, <laughs> a bid? A bit <laughs> free association. <laughs> um, I uh, I got distracted. Oh, 
I think that that's something more and more that you and I are paying attention to in our friendship of like, hey, what's happening here? Is there some kind of parent transference here? Yeah. And like naming it so that way things can be a little less messy. Yeah. And B, saying, okay, I see this and actually I'm going to show up for what the need of that child is for you. Yeah. And like be there for that. Uh, There was another quote from my family class that was like, we always... You never grow up of needing to be parented. Yeah. And I think that that's shouldn't just be on your heavy quotes romantic relationships. It's like all of our relationships we're parenting each other in. Yeah, I guess maybe taking people would be like, well, that's weird. It's like, why? Why is that weird? Like, right. I, I mean, if, if, if there's any actual content given in this episode, that feels like real good, tangible content. Like, what is friendship? I mean, What's this person's Instagram handle? Yoko Mercat. Yoko Mercat. Uh, 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 the, this idea of like may, maybe redeeming attachment styles or mm-hmm. reforming attachment styles. And yeah, like being willing to play that role of caregiver or mm-hmm. caretaker mm-hmm. or stabilizer or something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, okay. This next one, Neckbeard. Neckbeard. Came out. Andy. Um, the role of intimacy plus friendship. Uh, without it, my friendships are empty and laborious. Okay. The role of intimacy. So what's the question? That the question is thoughts on friendship. Okay. General well, thoughts. So I think what Neckbeard is saying, intimacy has to be at, there, there must be intimacy. I just love that Andy's name is still Neckbeard. This <laughs> is a, everybody, Neckbeard, my friend Andy, it's like, it's it's like an extreme mullet. And in college, he shaved everything but like the mullet section of his hair and it, and then spiked it out. So it wasn't like on the front, like some sort of beard around the front of his neck. It was like the back. And and he's taken that and still calls himself neckbeard, which I love. <laughs> but I think what he's saying here is you have to have intimacy. Otherwise, friendships are empty and laborious. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 that's true. I mean, and and I know Andy Andy has been a person in my life, Neckbeard, that has modeled that. Mm-hmm. And Andy makes bids for intimacy in big ways. Hmm. Big grand bids for intimacy. Hmm. Yeah. Super sweet guy. He was in my wedding. Oh. He he in college he co- he collected every, he collected people's IDs. So if you had a, a, a driver's license you no longer used or some sort of... You would just save them as tokens? Yeah. Yeah. And then he had them like... So people had mixed emotions about this. Some people thought it was really sweet and some people thought it was mildly creepy. But uh, by like junior, he had like a, a wall of them. <laughs> that is that is serial killer that vibes? is a little it's a little like <laughs> both and yeah. i love that that's so funny um, but that's what i'd say here's my friend ross and he'd be like you have an id you know i'm like okay <laughs> here we go that is really interesting yeah. like without really even knowing the person no it much. usually be at the end of the night like we're becoming friends you have an id you can give me you know like <laughs> the person <gasps> be like yeah sure here's my old bus pass I'd be like great great Great. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh. That's kind of amazing. Um, okay, this next one. Oliver's Oat Milk 7. Oh. Friendship is more important than relationships. Oh, I don't know what that means, but. I mean, I think they're probably trying to say romantic relationships. I think there's this interesting thing where we don't. I, 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 I hear this and I also want to be like, 
it doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. They don't have to be binary. Right. Like, it's kind of all a swirl. Because I also think something we haven't named is, like, friendship is romantic. Right, right. Like, we don't need to take romance out of friendship. Right. Like, there's so much romance in friendship. And that's that's its own other thing. So it's like, we've, we've created this, like, this is this kind of relationship. This is this kind. Yeah. And it's like, it could be... It's expansive. It's expansive, you know, and they're they're intertwined in so many ways. Maybe, maybe this Oliver Oliver oat milk, <laughs> Oliver's oat milk, seven. Oliver's oat milk seven is engaging just the natural way of things now. Right? No, totally. So, I mean, there's definitely like there's there's kind of we're needing to recover yeah. or like push back against. Oh man, and maybe what we're saying too is maybe that just brings up like friendship is better than relationships. It's like maybe part of what we're saying is friendship is better than the definition of relationships, romantic relationships that society has handed us because it does seem like one of the things we're naming here tonight is romantic relationships come with more expectations and baggage Mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. society. Right. Totally. You know, it's like, if you just think about like, okay, well I have a friendship. Mm -hmm. It's a very natural private thing that nobody really actually knows much about. Right. You know, Right. And nobody would even know much about our friendship if we didn't talk about it on the podcast. But the day I decide to get married when I'm 22, it's an announcement. There's mm-hmm. invitations. Mm-hmm. There's a massive, I, I, I think I've said this before, but like 1,200 people at our wedding. <laughs> so there's a massive Fuckers. wedding. I go on a three-week honeymoon. You know, it's like, what's this? And and it, and it was really sweet and special. But at the same time, the amount of expectation that goes into that, like, my dad preached, Marissa's dad's preached, Marissa's dad preached, Marissa doesn't have multiple dads, uh, Marissa's grandpa preached, and my grandpa preached. Oh my we gosh. Co- we, we logged our grandpa's reflections to see who talked longer. No. Each of them were over 18 minutes. No. So just the grandpas. They weren't even the main event. No. Then my dad, who's a pastor, preached. No, you really had such a, a, a Christian evangelical yeah. union. But But the thing was, it's like, if you're getting married, here's how serious it is. All right, these people right, are coming right. and everything is set on like, this has got to last. This yeah. has got to be forever. Yeah. And it's no, like, you don't, I mean, there is this sense of like, I'm like, I want to have some kind of friendship celebration. Yeah. But again, it's like, <laughs> here's our registry. <laughs> Come celebrate our friendship. <laughs> oh my gosh, what if we did that? What would be on our We'd registry? like some more microphones. We'd like a new Apple computer. <laughs> we need to pick some fun things though. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just I, some I, climbing gear. Climbing gear, but I want to think of something else that would just be like so funny for us to get. Like I don't know. What would it be? I don't know. I want to think of something really creative right now, but I can't. <laughs> I just I was just thinking of practical like things. Like rollerblades. Oh yeah, yeah. We we really need to rollerblade. <laughs> That'd be a skateboard. Oh, yeah. you need a skate. Was that skateboard tennis and a rackets. tennis racket for yeah. Scott? <laughs> I have the equipment. He doesn't. <laughs> um okay (laughs) this next one um eliana hi eliana said friendship is such a beautiful union so important for us to cultivate intimacy in them too beautiful back to intimacy this is the nuggets this is the nuggets and this is better than the book i was reading i mean this is why it's so fun to have people that would engage with us on this stuff I feel like we should have maybe done this stuff earlier because I'm like, okay, this is interesting. We're not going to be able to address this. You said anything we should cover in this episode. I'm like, I don't know how we can cover these things. Let's just do rapid fire. First one, Yoko Mercat, whether males and females can be just friends. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, but let me say something about that. <laughs> because I think the journey we've been on too, that it's like my my mind has been slowly rewired and remapped because there is no way I would ever approach this topic that way now, whether men and women can be friends. Right. I would right. say uh, people of different gender. Mm-hmm. And the answer obviously is yes. Yes. And the answer is obviously, well, not obviously, but the answer is should be at this point based on my understanding of things or I don't know the, the invitation or the imperative even of it's harming the world. Mm-hmm. Genders not being able to interact and be friends is outrageous and it's toxic and stupid and uh, worthless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and probably at the end of the day, I guess I would say, I don't know, if if white straight men, white straight Christian men are the most powerful entity in the world, they're just utterly malnourished and in all ways clueless yeah, to, no, to totally, reality. Totally. Dissociative. Yeah. <laughs> Dissociative states for sure. <laughs> no, I think that, I mean, I think my answer's flipping of just like, yes, but it is really to me just like. Yes, and that's part of the problem is that we've created these systems and places where people can and can't be friends, and it's just so reductive. Yeah. And so reductive of so many different expressions and ways humans can be because it's just like, I mean, all kinds of sexualities, all kinds of gender expressions, anything could go in a friendship. You know, we don't need to be like, oh, because it's this exact formula, something's going to go awry. Well, you know? that's that's the crazy, that's the maddening thing. Once you get on the other side, and I don't want to say it sounds so enlightened. Oh, I'm, there's more things I need to be enlightened about. But like, <laughs> what is happening in broad daylight all the time is dysfunction in these same gendered relationships. Right, right. And you don't blame it on right two genders hanging out. It's just people. Right. No. So like, totally. So so it's not like men only exclusively hanging out with men has solved anything. <laughs> you know, like that. Right. There's dysfunction in those friendships too. Yeah. If you're yeah. just hanging out with men, it's going to be less complicated. It's like, not really. You you will have to navigate some complicated things hanging out with anybody that's a separate gender than you, but you're going to have to navigate weird things with the same gender. It's, well, it's Friendship little, is navigating. It's just going to be different. Yeah. Um, okay, this next one. <laughs> what we should talk about. How to get rich together. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know why they brought that up, but like, there's a classic Run the Jewels line where it's like he says i wonder if it's because you put uh this as the picture i know because he says um mike we're going to be millionaires at the end of like a a report to the shareholders Hmm. and he he encourages killer mike oh i guess we're talking about run the jewels everybody and that was the picture yeah and um i think they in their own way have gotten rich together i think i think both of them have a net worth of like three million dollars so not like billionaires. You can be rich with experience. Yeah. <laughs> with your friends. But no, I mean, there's something about, I, I like Run the Jewels and thinking about like bandmates or Beach House. It's like, I'm sure Beach House are doing well financially. Yeah. And, and there is something about making money. Yeah. Not like that the premise of the friendship is making money, but like, I don't, I sometimes think about even just our Instagram. It's like, we know people who have, a lot of Instagram followers. Right. It's, it's possible. It is possible. And I'm possible. like, what if, th- what if we really put our heads together and figure this out? I know you out? always say that and then you're like, oh, we got to do videos. And I'm like, okay, post a video today. No, I say that and, and of course, I'm good enough. I'm good video. enough Instagram. I'm not that 
fired up about it. I wonder about it sometimes. I always drop it. I'm like, okay, I'll, uh, maybe post the video then next. No, I've seen that. I've seen that. It's not subtle. It's it's less subtle than you think. <laughs> it's less subtle. <laughs> I just dropped this little subtle hint. <laughs> I'm not trying to be too subtle, I guess. Uh, yeah, getting rich together. That'd be kind of fun. Um. Yeah, I don't know about uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) getting making getting making money making money making money together making money together. Um, Okay, Um, but getting rich on experience, yes. (laughs) Rich on experience, (laughs) rich on life. Um, Okay, this next one, Um, what we could talk about cover with friendships is losing friends. Oof, gosh. Yeah, no, I mean, I really do feel like maybe we should have started. We should have just engaged listener comments. Tonight. No, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh, that, that's, that's an a episode. big one. That's an episode. I think that allow yourself to grieve it. Losing a friend is a loss. Sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, but I mean, there's so much to unpack there of like, how did the friendship end? How do we name the end of a friendship? Mm-hmm. Uh I, I, I even think like, I don't know, us humans are not good at this. I, I remember watching um, a pastor that was our associate pastor years and years and years ago, getting up and giving a goodbye sermon. He was like leaving and he was going on to another church and it was so emotional, so emotional. Yeah. And he just said, this is goodbye. He was like, we're not good at goodbye as a society. I'm right. not as a society, society these days, these days, McDuh, um, uh, like in through huge tears, joy and, and sadness and grief. And, and he's, he's, he's like, this is goodbye. I love you all. And I've had such an amazing time, but I'm not coming back. There's no, like maybe next time it's like, goodbye, farewell. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> I think that this going back to this, like what's emerged in a lot of this conversation around is like romantic relationships is we have so much around a breakup, mm-hmm. a breakup, right, a right, right. Breakup. But it's like a friendship breakup deserves just as much care and attention and may feel just as painful, if not more painful yeah. as like a heavy quotes romantic breakup, you know, like that there's, there's that same amount of grief and loss that can, that should be allowed, yeah. you know? Um, I guess that's all we have capacity for tonight, but that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Think about that amongst yourselves, everybody. <laughs> um, okay. How to make new friends. <sighs> Is this the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe this would be a good little finale. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're experts. No. I think I think I think that is a good one to end on though because if we have something to offer in terms of what I've learned and if we've tracked full circle if we've tracked just these episodes where you and I have talked about friendship. Um I do think they're well, full circle again, not even full circle but meta, like less certain more curious. Like I think there needs to be an openness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There has to be some sort of open curiosity for what the world would bring you. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for uh, like another thing that's at play throughout this whole up conversation slash episode is, uh, new modes, not, not, not looking for what society has told you you should be looking for. Yeah, that, totally. I, I'm speaking to myself. I'm like, I think we've had a taste of this, but it's like, what else is to come? Like mm-hmm. what's on the horizon? I've, I've got, at least 40 years left to live, think theoretically. I'm 42. Maybe I'll live to 90, who knows, 100. But um, yeah, I mean, think about that. Think about being in some sort of old folks' home someday or 
and making another friend. Yeah. And I never yeah. thought, I never think thought it, at 90 that this, this could happen. I think know? it's like open to being surprised by someone. Yeah. Open to being surprised by yourself. Yeah. And what someone else brings out for you. And yeah, like having, I think that it's exactly as like being less certain and more curious around who could and who qualifies as people potentially be friends. I think also we didn't talk about this and I think this would be interesting of like age difference. Right. You know, like I think there's there's a lot of prescripts prescription around like being friends with people of your same age. Totally. And it's like be open to what friendship could come. Someone older than you, someone younger than you. Yeah. I mean that's what's happening right here. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe that's the thing. It's like if you're anywhere anywhere anytime vibing with someone, just pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Don't whatever it is, don't let the labels get in the way like if you're vibing vibe away vibe away. <laughs> and then i think there's also like all kinds of groups like if you're really like i really need a friend though and someone's not popping up mm-hmm. it's like there's so there's all kinds of like this is just what's coming to my mind of like i don't know online communities that can just be a starting point yeah. to find someone and connect with and yeah. then you can go from there but yeah i don't know that's it. I mean, that's not like giving you a list of 10 tangible steps you could take right How now. How to find to a friend. Your... I feel like you can Google that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's probably on That's Google. not what we're here to hear from us. No, from, but, but... I, th- I actually think the big thing is letting yourself be surprised. And then also, here's this other one. Here's this other one. Showing up wholly yourself. Right, right, like, right, right, right. not putting on some kind of mask to gain friendships. No, it's a quote I said to you the other day. It was like, be yourself. There's people out there looking for you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's like, just, just be what you want. Be, follow your heart. And. Oh, here it comes. The call mark card. (laughs) This this episode is all, it was all leading up to this little gem of wisdom. I can't believe I just said that. I like don't know. Believe in the magic of your dreams. (laughs) Follow your heart. (laughs) So we've been trying to say this whole time, everybody. Follow your heart. I think I think but just stay close to yourself. (laughs) Stay close to who you are. And I think that's what you're saying of like be your weird self Mm -hmm. and that that's okay. Well, yeah, but that that will be the magic. That'll yeah. be the magic. You be your weird self and start to notice how people turn away in disgust, right? And then somebody orients themselves to that and is it loves it, right? And they're like, I and want. Then you more get to show up as yourself, and then you're like, oh gosh, I always thought this was not acceptable, and then it's like, no, I'm vibing, and it's like cool, and then you get to look at all these other jokers out there and be like, well, I'm not vibing with you. I've got my people now, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, like. I think I've shown you that video before, but like it just brings up anybody that's my age knows this blind melon video from when I was growing up of, uh, <laughs> what does it say? All I can say is that my life is pretty strange. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. And the whole video is this little, uh, this little awkward girl in glasses and a bee costume walking around trying to find a friend and Aww. can't find anybody. And the very culmination is finding this field of kids all in bee, bee outfits and they're <laughs> dancing and frolicking together. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. That's it. Find your bees. Yeah. Find your bees. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it right there. I mean, actually just go watch that blind melon video and it will give you all the answers. To there life, you go. Everybody. That's <laughs> it. We did that. <laughs> Screw this. Um, okay. 
Well, I think that's a wrap. I like to think, just as anybody's, as we're winding down, we, we did wind down. This is now an extra thing after post wind down. But like, it's not that we gave answers. It's that we loosened things up. That's the less certain, more curious. Yeah. If something was tight and clenched, <laughs> I'm using my hands. I've done this before. But like, it's just a loosening. Just simply wonder. Breaking things up. And maybe this just leads to wondering around your own sense, your own one idea of what friendship is and what more matters to you in friendship. friendship. Yeah. Uh, share more thoughts and comments. Friendship is magic. Us. Friendship is magic. We, we got we got some nice catchphrases and slogans at the end of this episode. <laughs> Follow your art. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>